Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of the Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome to You Made Me Watch. This is uh, our second annual Watchies Award Show. And yeah. as always, I'm Mike Bobbitt. And I'm Allison Bobbitt. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk up to you silently and slap you. I'm going to look disapproving after I get done laughing. Okay. So this is how the Watchies go if this is your first time hearing this. Over the past year... I made Allison watch a bunch of movies, and she made me watch a bunch of movies, and we are going to award each other's movies. We can't pick our own movies for an award, and we have uh, silly categories, so Allison, why don't you kick off the first category? All right. I feel like because the slap heard around the world happened at the Oscars, which inspired the watchies, we should start with best fight scene. Oh, best fight scene. <laughs> yes. I, I'm actually going serious on this one. Okay. I think the fight scene, and this doesn't have to just be a physical fight scene. This Correct. can also be Verbal. an argument. Mm-hmm. And you made me watch Mr. Holland's opus. I did. And there is a scene where Mr. Holland is way into music and his son is deaf. Mm-hmm. And he's dismissive of his son. And there's an argument between father and son with the mom translating. And it is so good. Oh, my God. For me, it's the best scene in the entire movie. And Mm -hmm. it is just a powerful, powerful scene. Yeah. What about you? What was your favorite, uh, your best fight scene? (laughs) The best fight scene to me was in, in the heat of the night. When Sidney Poitier oh, yes. slaps the shit out of Larry Gates, Mr. Endicott. Yeah. And it is so awesome because, you know, he's uh, uh, Sidney Poitier's character, Virgil Tibbs, is going to basically a plantation to Are ask, you calling Virgil Tibbs? Virgil Tibbs. I Mr. call him Mr. Tibbs. Anyway, <laughs> it's he's going to a plantation to question this rich white guy and the guy is you know pleasant until he's not and he slaps him because he thinks he just can do whatever he wants because he's black and Virgil Tibbs slaps him back and it is the 
best thing in the world because he slaps him with his whole body. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. And then Mr. Endicott's just like, oh, well, aren't you going to do anything like to the white police officer? And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the best thing in the world. Everything with that scene, like including with the uh, the butler. <laughs> I know the butler's yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's a great pick. Yeah. Now, I know that aside from In the Heat of the Night, I did not pick a lot of movies that you enjoyed this year. So let's go MVP in a movie you otherwise did not terribly enjoy. The best character. Yeah. In a shitty movie. I guess. that's. I think you're going to like this. I'm going with Elizabeth slash Frankenhooker, played by Patty Mullen in the movie Frankenhooker. Oh, yeah. She is so hilarious. And really just like in the way she moves her body, like this movie is absolutely redonkulous and she (laughs) is just bringing it the whole time. It's amazing. I think Dennis will be particularly happy that you (laughs) picked that. Mm -hmm. Man, it's a shame she didn't do more acting. I know. She was so good in that. And I mean, she really, (sighs) there was so much that she had to do being a monster. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And she was fantastic. She was so good. What about you? I know a lot of people consider this a a classic movie and a movie that everyone must see. But for me, the MVP (laughs) for Eraserhead (laughs) was the baby. (laughs) The baby. I mean, what more can I say? No one quite knows what it is. Mm -mm. Uh, David Lynch has stayed largely secretive about it. Yeah. There's rumors that it's a cow fetus. Who knows? It's fucking not. It's a yeah. puppet. Whatever, man. Yeah. I mean, the special effects in it are really amazing, and I still think about that. Yeah. And I've noticed, like, people get that as a tattoo and shit. Ew. Like, yeah. So, yep, the baby in uh, Eraserhead. Okay. All right. Let's do Biggest Surprise. For me, the biggest surprise was Big Trouble. Oh, really? Yeah. That is a movie that I have no idea how it flew under my radar, but I absolutely loved that movie. (laughs) It was like an Elmore Leonard movie or Mm -hmm. because of the foot fetish scene, a Quentin Tarantino (laughs) movie. Like it's a heist movie with intersecting plots and all of the characters are so amazing There isn't an uninteresting character in that entire movie. Oh, yeah. The whole thing is crazy and fun. And I love that movie still, even though. Oh, my God. Uh, Me, too. I mean, that movie, I am so happy you made me watch that one. Good. What about you? What was your uh, biggest surprise movie-wise? So my biggest surprise was Grace of My Heart. Uh, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. I mean, like, I really like Ileana, uh, Ileana Douglas, but I was like... I don't know. I thought it was going to be too sappy and it was just going to be kind of blah, but it's great. Like, it's such a good movie. It's, you know, it spans a very interesting time in music and kind of a time where being a woman working in the industry, blazing your own trail is a really, really big fucking deal. Oh, yeah. And just kind of watching her, um, watching how she is what she does and just like how she makes her own way is is pretty phenomenal she's she's great 
in that. And I really, really enjoyed it. I wasn't I wasn't too psyched to watch it, and I'm <laughs> so glad I did. It was such a good movie. Yeah, because I've owned it on DVD for quite some time. I know, and I remember you got it, and I was like, that looks fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> but I was wrong. I was wrong. It's a really good movie. Well, let's keep the positive vibes going. Okay. Who was your uh, biggest surprise performer? Eugene Hutz. Oh, really? Eugene Hutz and Everything is Illuminated. I was surprised how good he was. I thought he was so delightful. I mean, I guess delightful isn't totally the right word, but I just, I was so impressed by his performance because he's, you know, he's a musician. Um, uh, He's the lead singer of Gogol Bardello. And, um, you know, I, I didn't know him as an actor at all. And you know, he's he's also not like a native English speaker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was so great. He was so great in that movie. And I was so I was so surprised how great he was because yeah. I I didn't expect much. <laughs> Only because I'm like, oh, that's a risky choice. Someone who's not an actor. But yeah, he was great. Eugene Hutz. Everything cool. is illuminated. What about you? I think it's going to surprise you that I'm finding a way to say anything good about this movie. Surprise performer, just because I had never heard of her. And uh, I hope she has a really great career and can look back on this movie and laugh. It's uh, Maddie Hassan from Malignant, <laughs> the sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> she is. Uh, she was so funny. She just had so many funny lines and her character was so goofy. And because of how much I didn't enjoy the rest of the movie or the writing with the rest of the movie, I almost feel like they it it feels like they gave her carte blanche to uh, do whatever she wanted to do. And, you know, maybe she didn't. Maybe it was all on paper. Mm -hmm. But man, she was really good. I I hope she has a humongous career. Yeah, yeah, she was really good in that. Considering how little she had to work with, yeah. <laughs> she was great. Let's do best antagonist. Ooh. So go ahead. <laughs> At first, I wanted to say Ted Levine and Joyride, <laughs> <laughs> but uh-huh. that was just to be <laughs> goofy. Yeah, yeah. Ursula and Little Mermaid, I think, is a great character. She is. Yeah. I She's think, fantastic. I think a lot of the Marvel movies could learn a lot from having a villain with that much depth. Like, she was mm-hmm. so good. I wish that... Uh, <laughs> it would have been cool if Divine had gotten to play her. Yeah, but, that would have been cool. Yeah, I she, mean... Yeah, she was based on Divine. Divine, yeah. And, uh, yeah, she she's just a neat character. And when you think about it, like... She just kind of tempts the good people into doing bad things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she gives everyone a choice. Like, do you want to do this? She doesn't, you know, yeah, make anyone do anything. I she, I mean, she's manipulative as hell, but yeah. she's not, you know, holding a, you know, you know. There's a, uh, I guess, deleted scenes where she's like Ariel's aunt, and if that ever got released, I, I wouldn't mind seeing an extended cut of Little Mermaid. Yeah, that would be cool. I would be down. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked her a lot. What about you? Who's your favorite villain? Okay. I know he's not 
technically the villain. Okay, or antagonist. I definitely think of him as an antagonist in this movie, and it's Rory Culkin as Euronymous in Lords of Chaos. Oh! Even though we are sad when he dies, he's not a... And he he has good aspects. He is needling... Um, Grishnak. Grishnak, the entire movie. Barg. And being, yeah, and being like, oh, I'm the one who's in charge, you know, kind of. I told you to burn a church and you did, you know. So he's he's very much an antagonist in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that Rory Culkin does such a good job of bringing that character, well, that person to... I mean, I hate to say to life because he's dead in real life, but, <laughs> but I, I just thought he was so good in that. And he was one of like my favorite people to watch in that movie. That's awesome. So yeah, I, I went Rory Culkin. Well, let's, uh, let's go opposite on this. And who was your favorite protagonist? My favorite protagonist was Sidney Poitier as Virgil Tibbs in The Heat of the Night. Oh, good choice. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. He's so good in this movie. He's, oh my God. I mean, I can't believe you didn't pick the Frog Brothers from Lost Boys. (laughs) Sorry. I just think Sidney Poitier is a little, just like a step, like a hair above them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's so good, like stunningly good. I can't believe I've never seen this, that movie before then. He's so amazing. He is back against the wall the entire movie and comes out on top. Yeah. He's so good. 100%. Mm-hmm. There's no arguing with that. Yeah. For me, my favorite hero or protagonist was Hugo Weaving as Tick in Priscilla, oh, Queen and of Priscilla. the Desert. Oh, Priscilla. Yeah. Or Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a good I, one. Wow. I mean. So good. Hugo Weaving, I think a lot of American Audiences know him mostly from like Matrix, the Matrix and yeah. uh, Captain America, but man, what a great actor! He's like, so oh, fucking good in that movie, and that character is so good too. Yeah, it's an amazing character. It's such a great movie. I mean, I understand there are you know a couple of you know little things in it that don't age that well, but overall. It's still such a fantastic movie, and he, I hate to say that, like, it's an important movie, but I kind of feel like it is. Yeah. I definitely feel like it's one of those movies that shaped how I feel about people of in that community, and just, like, LGBT people in general, where I was like, oh, there's no reason to f- have bad feelings towards them, I guess. Yeah. But also understand that they're going to go through stuff that I'm never going to understand, that's very adult of you like, while you were watching this movie at like four years old. I know. Well, no, I wasn't even really thinking. So, no, I, I Yeah, know. but I, I mean, know. I definitely feel like I never felt anything other than this is normal. Absolutely. Let's do best scene. I actually have a runner up. How dare I you? just want to briefly mention, and that is when they find the body in Upside of Anger. Mm, that yeah. totally surprised me, where I did not see that coming at all. It changed the type of movie that it was for me, and I was just, whoa. But my overall favorite scene is, I, I think it's just perfect because it ends the movie, and uh, that is the very final 
scene in The Cutting Edge. Yay! Where it ends exactly where it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And I think it was kind of a, a risky move for an overall kind of conventional rom-com. Yeah. Man, I mean, they did, they, <laughs> as they would say in uh, skating, I guess, they stuck the landing. They did. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I absolutely love that scene. Yay. What about you? What was your favorite scene? My favorite scene is the final scene in Sunset Boulevard when Gloria Swanson, as Norma Desmond, Ooh. is descending the staircase and the cameras are all pointed at her. And she is so delusional. She thinks she's in her own movie. And everyone's just watching her kind of just float down the stairs and into a police car. It's so sad, and but so stunning. Her face as she's coming down the stairs, like the way she's, like her eyes and the way she's moving is so... Oh my God, no one will ever be as good. It's just, yeah. it's, she's so amazing. I'm surprised that it took this long for Sunset Boulevard to come up on your list. Yeah, I don't know, man. There were so many movies. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to pick the same one oh, like, gotcha. over and over, but yeah. Yeah, because there's so much good chemistry in Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. Out of all the movies I made you watch, who do you think had the best chemistry? Now, I know that when we watched it, I wasn't totally sold on the chemistry. But the more that I thought about it after we recorded, the more I really did like it. And thinking back, it was the chemistry that jumped out at me the most. And that is between Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin in Midnight Run. Oh, man. What a great pick. Yeah. They're two very different actors who are typically in two very different genres. To see them come together in such a successful way was so... I don't know what it was, but it just... It's the one that has stood out to me the most over all the movies that I've watched of yours over the last year. Nice. Yeah, what about you? I think this is another one that's going to surprise you because it surprised me. I think it's definitely the leads in I Love Trouble. Nick Nolte and Julia Roberts. Wow. I'm kidding. (laughs) I was like, like, um, you know, they wanted to fucking kill each other, right? Um, I'm going to go Freddie Prinze Jr., Rachel Lee Cook, and she's all that. Yeah. I I really believed them falling for each other. You know, it's a movie that I'd only known through spoofs, Mm -hmm. and my expectations were so low, but they pulled it off. Like, Aww. I really enjoyed watching them on screen together. That's awesome. Um, well, now I'm going to do best performer. Mm. And who was your best performer? I have a tie. I know that we didn't want to do actor and actress, but both these roles are so different. I can't decide which one would be my first. It's either Glenn Headley as Tess Trueheart in Dick Tracy, mm-hmm. who just grounds that movie in reality or it's john voight in varsity blues oh interesting like the scene after he gets fired and realizes that maybe he wasn't right because i believe that he had the best intentions yeah but man at the end when his sandcastle has crumbled yeah oh like i felt for him yeah. You know, and I don't like sports. I don't 
necessarily like sports movies besides uh, League of Their Own. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think most of the acting in this movie was pretty terrible. But damn, John Voight. Yeah. Oof. And, you know, I don't particularly care for John Voight, but uh, yeah. his acting in that was... It was pretty tight. Yeah, it was Noise. very tight. Well, mine is Gloria Swanson as Norma Desmond in Sunset Boulevard. Nice. I don't even know if I can come up with the right words for how perfect she was in that role. First of all, they should never remake Sunset Boulevard ever, 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 <laughs> because no one will ever be as good as Gloria Swanson. And knowing that she was so completely opposite of her yeah, character Yeah, that in she's real life. totally not like that at all, and that she really embraced that whole thing. Like, oh, yeah, I absolutely. Like, she didn't have, like, an ego about it. She was completely down you know, to make this character as real as possible. And then she fucking did it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'll ever see anyone as good as her. You know, she did some method acting. And in order to get into character, she let a chimpanzee eat her out. Oh, my God. <laughs> How dare you speak of her like that? <laughs> no. She's a sweet angel. Well, now she is. She too. is, She's yes. Dead. But... She was even before she was an actual angel. Yeah, it's a shame that she was only offered other roles like that afterwards. Yeah, because she clearly had the chops to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she kept do working anything. after, you know. She did a lot of theater, yeah. Yeah, she went to theater after movies started. Um, you know what, though? Fucking good for her. Like, yeah. even though she didn't have like a huge, crazy film career, it's like she still got to do the kind of acting she wanted to do, which, yeah. like, fuck yeah. That's great. You said that hopefully no one ever makes a remake of this. Mm-hmm. Out of all the movies I made you watch, which one do you think is in most need of a remake? This is the one that I feel like I would want to see a remake of the most. And it's Rat Race. <laughs> really? I really feel like I would love to see a new take on Rat Race. Just because like competitive reality competitive television is so popular like it would be very interesting to see that spin on it you know what i mean like this is just some guy offering money like it would be very interesting to add an element of the world is also watching you Mm -hmm. so how that would affect people as well i mean haven't they basically done that and it's called mtv road rules um, I guess, but I, I want it to be... Good. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want it to just be a bunch of spoiled kids in their 20s. I got you. You know, I liked it, that it was people from all different kind of walks of life, that it, it was all these different people. I like that element more. Yeah. I, I, would, I would definitely see a remake of Rat Race. Cool. Yeah. What about you? Just because the idea was so good and I felt like the execution of this was so bad. Sliding Doors. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Sliding Doors should have been a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoyed John Hanna in it. But, uh, man, if, if someone could remake this right, and I guess technically out in the theaters now, everything, everywhere, all at once is sort of in the ballpark of the same idea of mm-hmm. what would happen if you took different paths in life. Mm-hmm. And that's an idea that I'm very fascinated by. Yeah. And um, 
you know, like it was just announced that Netflix dropped their animation department. And it made me think, well, what if I had sold the show to Netflix and now and it would just be done? Yeah. yeah. So what is your most ridiculous moment? I joked earlier about I Love Trouble. <laughs> and I feel like knowing the whole story of how the, uh, Nick Nolte and Julia Roberts refused to be on camera together makes the entire filming of the movie a ridiculous moment. <laughs> knowing That's that fair. anytime you see the front of one person and the back of another, it's a stand-in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this whole movie, I'm hoping that the people who made it were able to laugh at just the fucking prima donnas that they had to deal with yeah what about you the most ridiculous moment for me was the scene in the cat from outer space when is it the helicopter and the plane (laughs) are oh god are in the woman and her cat have been kidnapped and sandy duncan sandy duncan and then uh the guy and the alien cat are trying to save them and they're literally just like dangling and standing on top of planes and i'm like what the fuck is happening and they're shooting it like with definite stunt people like from a third aircraft like it's so bonkers and i also love that you can totally tell when the cat is just mounted (laughs) (laughs) when it's a fake cat mounted to something it doesn't even look like a taxidermied cat it looks like a cat that you can buy at the 99 cent store it looks like a triangle (laughs) that they just that they put a cat stuffed animal around (laughs) and they were like perfect yep that is my most ridiculous scene is when (laughs) when that is happening let's do the big category then out of all the movies i made you watch what was your favorite this may or may not be a surprise but the road (laughs) fuck you no it's actually hail satan (laughs) i believe it yeah um so i said may or may not um so yeah it's the first and only documentary we've watched so far. For I, the podcast. For the podcast, not just in life. <laughs> I was so excited by it, and I just really, really enjoyed it. And I feel strongly about the message that they were relaying. And yeah, Hail Satan. <laughs> that was my favorite movie. Good. Yeah. yeah. What about you? You know, I... At first, really wanted to say uh, Adventures of Priscilla. And I agree with you. It, I do feel that it is an important movie. But out of everything that you made me watch in the past year, the one that I am most eager to watch again is definitely Big Trouble. Oh, This nice. is how big of a surprise it was for me. I loved that movie. It's really good, isn't it? It is good great it's I, uh, such a fun movie yeah i <laughs> i just started thinking about more <laughs> like uh characters in it and how uh, everyone in it is just so good mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'm so it's a happy. huge cast but it's amazing yeah i i'm so happy that you made me watch this it's and good. Uh, you did make me watch some pretty good ones yes. um i do think you know, obviously Priscilla was great. Mm-hmm. I think Upside of Anger was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Mr. Holland's Opus 
was a little bloated, but yeah, you know. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Cruel Intentions I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, wow. I, I just, I really loved Big Trouble. Good. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I'm so glad. What other movies did I make you watch that you enjoyed? Fast Times at Ridgemont High mm-hmm. was a was one that I really, really enjoyed. Willow, which surprised me a lot. Yeah, that surprised me too how much you liked it. I really, really liked it. Everything is Illuminated. That was a great one. That Thing You Do, that's a real fun movie. Yeah. Um, And, you know, the song's a bop. So oh, Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a real fun song. And they play it like 30 times. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, I liked Mystery Men. Yeah. Quite a bit. And um, Top Secret was actually pretty fun. Yeah. Apparently Val Kilmer can only talk through a computer now. Yeah. he's His voice is, is very much gone. But mm. his son, Jack Kilmer, is kind of carrying on the acting legacy. So that's yeah. sort of hopeful, but very sad that we've lost. Well, I mean, he's still alive, but his acting career is clearly no longer yeah. Do you think overall I picked more movies that you liked or disliked? Um, I think you picked more movies that I liked. Good. I don't know that you can say the same. <laughs> nope. You can't. <laughs> oh, that hurts my heart. You know what other movie I did actually like was Only Lovers Up Left Alive. It's a very moody movie, but I really liked it. While I don't think overall... I enjoyed more of the movies you made me watch than not. The ones I did enjoy, I enjoyed quite a bit. Like I said, Big Trouble is one of my new favorite movies. Mm -hmm. Priscilla is one of my new favorite movies. Cutting Edge, like I said before, I don't really particularly care for sports movies, but I knew you being into figure skating. I knew that this one was important to you, Mm -hmm. and I ended up really enjoying it, too. And Partially because it made me feel closer to you. And uh, Aww, boo. as much as I did not care for Kevin Costner in general. I sure do have a lot of Kevin Costner movies. Yeah, you watch. did. Uh, Upside of Anger was a really good movie. It is. It's surprisingly good. Yeah. You know, and Little Mermaid, that's a classic that I'd never gotten to see. And mm-hmm. There's a lot of movies that you picked that I was aware of. I'm so glad that I finally got a chance to catch up with them. Good. I'm so glad. Yeah. So if you have any thoughts on the movies that we've watched over the last year, please drop us a message in the Facebook group and let us know. And starting with the next episode, Allison and I are going to change up the format of the show a little bit. Yeah. A couple of friends have mentioned that they skip episodes if it's a movie that they haven't seen yet, but would like to see. So we're going to start doing sort of like how did this get made does where we're going to do mini episodes one week where we tell you what we'll be talking about and doing a a suggestion by Dougie talk about our histories with the movies. And then Mm -hmm. the next week we will be talking about the movies. So you're going to hear us talk about them before and then after. Hopefully you guys like the new format and uh, I'm looking forward to trying something new. Yeah. And I would like to thank again everyone who really helped us out, particularly in December for taking over when we had uh, 
uh, a rough time a really brutal december and uh lots of uh lots of bad things happen in our personal life and um i'm so honored that so many talented people stepped up and took the reins for us and i'm thankful for all the people who joined us in the past year for the you made us watch episodes Mm -hmm. it's nice to talk about movies with friends yeah and uh and also everyone who's active on the facebook group i love the comments that joe makes yeah he's got so much like trivia and fun facts and it's it's nice to get that little extra, you know, each yeah. time. And Dougie, too. I mean. Yes. yes. <laughs> he should just be he's, the moderator. Of I that. know. He's so fun. He's so funny. Yeah. I'm so glad, too, that after knowing him for 20, 20 years, well, 25 years, yeah. uh, finally got a chance to talk to him through technology and uh yeah you know yeah. he's a guy who i think the world of and i like it that you know a couple guys who bonded over star wars in the 90s get to keep bonding over silly movies and yeah it's and pretty fun goofy sense of humor yeah. senses of humor and most of all i really appreciate you allison i appreciate you too Bill. i love doing this podcast with you yeah. and um i love getting to know you better through the movies that were or are important to you yeah even if they are largely pieces of shit like romeo and wow, juliet you are so rude uh no i was just saying nice things that wasn't very nice no i love you in spite of your okay. awful taste wow i'm gonna go to bed can oh, sleep oh, down oh, here oh, oh. i love you because of your awful taste all right good night goodbye uh, forever <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you can't sleep in the bedroom tonight. Don't you have anything nice you want to say to me? I did, but not anymore. It is really fun getting to peek into a lot of times your insane childhood with crazy movies, you know, like uh, Ice Pirates or, (laughs) you know, other movies like that. And I don't think in the last... 50 episodes there have been any movies where i've said oh yeah i whacked off to that one (laughs) that's true i do remember the first time that you made me watch barbarella you were like the opening sequence where she's getting undressed you're like the beginning of this movie ceased to work because i free i would pause it so much anyway i love you so much i did whack off to the road (sighs) in nightmare on elm street 2 i'm quitting this podcast and funny games i quit Okay, goodbye forever. Bye. Goodbye. And the abortion scene in Fast Times.